I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Al Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain. Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertain. <laughs> This month is... Wow! Oh, oh, oh. oh Maze, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. <laughs> so that this promo can remain evergreen. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it, give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Cinefo. Where have you get podcasts? <laughs> Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are here. Lord, we are here. And we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega. Coming to you from Indiana Dunes Lakeside Retreat. Normally every week we give our mega church a tiny family feel, but this week we're on leadership retreat. Ooh, it is a treat and it is a treasure. And per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome my friend and yours, Mr. Gray Haas. Hallie, I am pinching yourself. Just so excited Praising to him. be here with you and to be with our amazing leadership team. It has been amazing. <laughs> it's such a true life honor and dream of mine to be here that I almost feel like I'm teetering on 
pride. I don't want to be prideful. I don't want to stumble and sin uh, because it is humbling to work uh, in the army of God. But um, I'm just so happy to be here. I'm just so glad to be included. I'm so, it is it is one of the greatest honors of my life to be serving on a mega church leadership team and to be able to do wonderful experiences like this. Lead Pastor Steve is leading us in these bonding experiences and he's casting vision and he's telling us about the upcoming ministry season. And we get to take all these awesome breakouts and workshops. It's amazing. And oh. I, you know, I feel the same way, Hallie, except I don't even feel lucky. I feel I don't know what the word is, but just um, assured, I guess, because I've always wanted to be on leadership and I have been and my seat is at the table and that feels right. Oh, that's awesome. Great. Yeah. Uh, what 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 did you uh, what sort of breakouts did you do today, uh, Hallie? I had some amazing. Oh, I saw war- you were teaching one. I know I did. How have, did it go? Well, I was doing uh, a, a new workshop that I came up with. It's called "Stay Energized: How to Enthusiastically Engage uh, Teens for Christ and Jesus Specifically," and it went great. Awesome. I had people doing all sorts of uh, really. I like to get really physical in my workshop. Oh, cool. And so I had them do a MRF, basically, which is a, a workout that we do at CrossFit. And a lot of people uh, dragged a bit on that. And I said, hey, guys, we got to keep our energy up. Uh, because, you know, even after they uh, complained and uh, two people threw up, I said, huh. now try to bring that same amount of passion and energy Uh that I was trying to get you to do in the workout to whatever you're doing when it comes to, um, you know, your ministry. That is so cool. It was great. That's awesome. I, I didn't see it in the list in the program. What was it called again? I'm going to look it up. It's called, uh, enthusiastic, enthusiastic, uh, how to bring a creative innovation to, uh, youth and, Jesus, ba- Jesus and Christ based uh, ministry. That is so cool. Yes. Are you doing it again? Should I take it? I, I will be doing it one more time, uh, maybe tomorrow if, uh, you know, we, we've had a, a few people back out and I think it's just because um, I'm pretty busy tomorrow and I, I, I've told a few people I might not be able to do the whole, whole workshop, but it was full. Um, so yeah, if you want to take it, that would be great, Hallie. Oh, that's so great. Um, if I can remember the name or if you can point it out, uh, I'll be there. That sounds great. Well, the name just, uh, the name is easy to remember. Okay. Uh, what's it called again? Just so I can, I'm going to write it down this time. Uh, it's ex, uh, express. Uh, well, I think it's enthusiastic enthusiasticity. Uh, how to keep engagement Got high it. with energy and focus with youth Christ-based activities for Jesus specifically. Yes, here it is. Okay. Cool. I'm going to come. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Where, where were you today, Hallie? Oh, lost and found. Oh, I think I heard about that workshop. Was that the uh, ta- uh, tactful tricks to coach uh, refugees to Christ? Oh, no. I was in the actual lost and found. Oh, did you lose something? Yeah. I lost my caboodle. <laughs> What's a caboodle? My caboodle. My makeup caboodle. Caboodle. My tackle box. What? Do you yeah. know any fishing? No, but I don't go anywhere without a full face of makeup. I got to define where everything is or nobody will know what's there. Um, yeah, like I always say about makeup, if the barn needs painting, paint it. I, you know what I, I mean? don't know what the word you're saying is, though, Hallie. Could a caboodle. What is that? It's something like a tackle box where it has the different compartments. You open it up. It has different layers, you know, kind of like when a pipe organ has separate layers of keys. Why don't you just call it a, ma- a makeup case? 
Oh, well, I call it my painter's kit because um, every morning I got to put on my spackle. Right, right. You've said something similar to that. Wait, so you lost, you lost, I lost it. And I sat there for hours and I filled out all this paperwork and then uh, I realized I hadn't prayed about it. And so I shot a quick one up. And guess what happened? The minute I said, in Jesus' name, amen, I hear the lady behind the counter. She goes, Hallie? No. Yeah, just like what that. As soon thing. as I prayed, I waited for hours and hours and filled out all the paperwork. And then finally, once I prayed about it, there Amazing. it happened. Wham, so, bam, thank you, where, ma'am. Where was the cubital uh, located? Oh, somebody had taken it down onto one of the docks on the lake because they thought it was a fish and tackle box. And they were out there. Um, I don't know what they were catching, bluegill or sunfish or what, but they were using my makeup as bait. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's a bit... But did you get it back? Yeah, I got it now. Okay. And I had some Lancome in there. They've been discontinued. I mean, that is a... I, I bet I have $1,000 worth of makeup in that makeup oh, box. I'm and so I kid glad. you not. Well, that is uh, a, a, a load off. I'm sure you're back. And um, I know that people are probably wondering really what we are up to when it comes to the leadership retreat and the, and, and the type of conversations we're having here. And, you know, something that Steve is doing this year uh, that I think is amazing is uh, he's building on something that we did last year called the Enneagram. And what the Enneagram is, is it's a personality test, Hallie. And once you know somebody's Enneagram number, you take a test, you know their number, and you kind of know, okay, it's this type of person, and now I know how to talk to them, uh, you know, experience them, relate to them, or control them. And so uh, this year, Steve said, you know, we're tossing the Enneagram out because that is not actually Christian even though a lot of Christians think it is. I know. It looks like a pentagram or some form of witchcraft, but for some reason, Christians dig it. Right. And Steve said, look, we are putting way too much value in this in this thing. And I'm getting a bit worried. So what Steve did, and yeah. this is because he this is, is awesome. I mean, he's a genius, is he created his own Christianity test. A Christianity test. You heard it here first, folks. I mean, this is, he's the, he's a world-class leader and, you know, speed of the leader, speed of the team, and he's going to shoot us right to the top. And doesn't, um, and doesn't he have like a PhD in, in psychology or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you know, it's going to be good. And From um, Trinity. That's right. And so he said, you know, I have developed a whole thing where I can give you a personality test and that's going to help us really find our way when it comes to what is your personality at Twin Hills at church. But it's combined with Christianity. It's the Christianity uh, personality test, the Christian personality, you know, but uh uh, so it's it's combining what we know is true. The world right. will say this is a lie, but we know that your Christianity and your personality are enmeshed. Yes. Yeah, it's, and, it's the same thing. And so I guess he first said, first you have to know um, the letters. So he had this whole letter system, and he's like, by the end you'll have four letters that represent your Christianality at, at work. And um, so starting is E, and that stands for exhorting. Awesome. Exhorting, which if people uh, who aren't Christian don't know what exhorting means, I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast, but it just basically means to tell people, you know. To proclaim, to declare. I also think it's to warn. Right. Sometimes it can be bad, uh, exhorting, sometimes good. Uh, but it's in, it's in the Bible, so E is exhorting. You got I, inspirer, 
Awesome. Inspirer. You got T, Trinitarian. Awesome. I know I'm one of those. I know I'm one of those because I love the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then you've got F, Faithful. Faithful. He is so faithful. And then you've got S, Spirit-filled. I love that one. I hope I have that one. I'm really going for that one, too. I hope I have that one. And then N, Naysayah. Uh, and we've got a few of those, believe it or not, on staff. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I just hope they really get, you know, I hope Steve really takes them to task if anybody's an N, and I definitely am not. Uh, then you got J, Judas. And, yep. and you know, Judas There's is always a complicated one, one mm-hmm. because Steve said, you know, it's somebody that starts, can, can, can be good to your face, but then the next thing you know... You know, they're doing something behind your back, like selling you, you know, sell, selling you, you for 30 pieces of silver up the river. I know people like that. So, uh, so you got J, Judas, and last P, Pharisee. Mm-hmm. And Pharisee, you know, the type of person that's really letter of the law. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm always doing the rules and you're not doing the rules right. And, and, right. and then meanwhile, you know, you've got the J's around or the, as I'll say, uh, not the Judases, but the Jesus is in this case going like, hey, there's a new way. We've got a better way of thinking about these things. So E-I-T-F-S-N-J and P are the letters that you can get. That is so awesome. So that's- Hallie... As you know, we are supposed to partner up with somebody else at the at the leadership yeah, conference the staff and to- take the test together and see what we get so we can uh, report back tomorrow. So do you want to do it together? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm so tickled to death that you want to do it with me, Craig. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's great. Okay. So here we go. Um, the first question and, and is... may I yeah. ask real quick? So Steve created this Christianity test. Oh, Steve made, uh, made up the whole thing, he said. I am so excited. This feels very intimate. It is so great. Okay. So the first question here is... Uh, but before we leave Pharisees, yeah. I just want to say, you know, um, in case I get Pharisee, which I hope I don't, because I, I want, I'm want i a Jesus follower, you know, I'm right. not a rule follower. And um, well, I do like to follow the rules as long as they're Jesus's rules. Right. But you know what, Gray? I mean... The Bible, if you boil it all down, you know what it says? It says, love God, and it says, love people. And that is how Jesus asks us to live. Um, You know, the Pharisees are trying to force their beliefs on everybody, and we don't do that. Right, we really don't. We live Jesus so loud that people are attracted, and they say, what you've got, I want what she's having. That's right. I hope I don't get Pharisee, and I hope you don't get Judas. I I won't, but uh, let's just do the test, Hallie. Okay. Okay, so the first question is, I am the life of the party at church. Okay. Okay, it's disagree, slightly agree, neutral, slightly agree, agree. Um, I'm going to go... Um... I'm going to go slightly agree. Okay. Okay. How I'm going to go agree. I mean, I think everybody knows that when I come in the room, things are going to be fun. You're a human pinata. Okay. Number two, I feel little concern for others at church. Hmm. Are we thinking of like all the members of Twin Hills or the staff? I think this is all staff based. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel little concern for others. Um, disagree. Okay. Uh, I would say um, disagree. I, I am definitely always concerned for others, and the, every, others are always on the foremost front of my mind. We had the same one, Greg. Oh, that's great. That's cool. 
Okay, the third one is I am always prepared for staff meetings. Uh, I'm going to have to go slightly disagree. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I would say agree 100%, uh, 110%. Flying by the seat of my pants. Yeah. Uh, number four, uh, I get stressed out easily, uh, oh, w- with, with church work. Agree. Oh, oh, stressed oh, out with easily. church work? Right. Oh, yeah, I do get stressed out. Okay. Um, I don't think I've ever been stressed out at work. Ooh, May, so uh, I'll, I'll just say, oh, I, uh, I, sli- I, I slightly disagree. I think I can think of maybe one time I've said something on the podcast or something where something had gone wrong at youth or something, but yeah, slightly disagree. Uh, I have a rich, I have a rich Christian vocabulary. Awesome. Oh, that is great. I would slightly agree with that. I, I got a pretty good Christian lingo. Oh, yeah. I think mine is amazing. I'd say agree. Yeah. I don't talk a lot uh, in staff meetings. Hmm. I would, I'm neutral. I'm neutral. I don't know how to answer that one. Um, I definitely talk a lot because I've got these great ideas and oh, I think people want me to talk more, but sometimes, so I, I guess I'm going to say agree, but maybe I'll write down here, but also people would probably like to hear more. That's true. I'm interested in other people on staff. Oh, agree. I disagree. I leave my belongings around Hallie. I mean, you basically did this one today. My caboodle. That's right. So I'm. you're going to have agree. to go agree on that one. Agree. I've never lost anything in my life, so I'm going to say I disagree. Okay. I'm relaxed most of the time when it comes to work-related tasks. Uh, disagree. <laughs> oh, totally agree. I'm very relaxed. I have difficulty understanding abstract ideas when it comes to theology. Theology. Well, what's an abstract idea? Oh, you know, Hallie, like maybe like transubstantiation or, or some of the, the other stuff. That's the um, the bread and the grape juice turn into Jesus inside us. Right. Wait, do we believe that? Uh, you know. We think it's symbolic. Yeah, we do symbol. Um, so, yeah, I think no on transubstantial then, huh? Oh, no, I think he's just talking about like whenever, you know, somebody is really getting into the theology of stuff. I would just say, you know, I don't have difficulty understanding it, but I don't think you need it necessarily to have an awesome relationship with Christ. Can I be honest with you, Gray? And I've never told anyone this, but since we're talking about difficulty understanding abstract theological ideas, I know that we're supposed to so easily say that God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are like water, vapor, and ice, or it's the um, the skin, the fruit, and the pit, or what, what are we supposed to I don't know to what you're talking about, Hallie. But I just really have trouble understanding how God is Jesus, and Jesus is God, but it also is his son and is his dad. Like, I'm not my mom, and she's not me. Uh, we both have the last name, but then also, what if it was like, well, I'm my mom. Uh, her name's Anne. Uh, Anne and I are the exact same, but we're also not. We're in a parent-child relationship, and also there's a ghost friend of ours. I've never gotten really the whole thing. Does is, does that mean I don't get abstract ideas? Uh, Hallie, uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm just thinking of, um, have you ever heard that really hilarious song called I Am My Own Grandpa? No. You've never heard I, have, I Am My Own Grandpa? Uh, maybe I have. 
I was married to a widow who was pretty as can be. This widow had grown up daughter who had a head of her uh, hair of red. You've never heard this? No. Oh, but my, my father fell in love with her. And so they, they too were wed. And then this day, my dad, my, this made my dad, my son-in-law, and he really changed my life. Now my daughter was my mother because she was my father's wife. Uh-huh. He's married to a widow, Hallie. Okay. And she's pretty. I mean, I don't know what that has to do with it, but I think that's a good detail. Okay. And then the widow had a grown-up daughter okay. who had red hair, also not sort of incidental. But the father, his, my father, fell in love with her, and then they were married, and then that made my dad my son-in-law, and that really changed you know, my whole life because my daughter was my mother because she was my father's wife. Is it? Incest? Hallie, come on. Just think about it like Old Testament style. Oh, so it's okay. Yeah. Like it was okay for, you know, Noah's kids and grandkids, and it was okay for Adam and Eve's kids. Right. You know, but it goes on because then it's, um, you know, because now, you know, uh, the, uh, the father fell in love with her, and soon they were wed, and that made my dad my son-in-law, and it really changed his life. Now, my daughter was my mother because she was my father's wife. And then to complicate the matter, Hallie, now? and even though it brings me joy, I soon became the father of a bouncing baby boy. Oh, congratulations. It's not me, Hallie. It's just the song. And then the little baby became a brother-in-law to dad. So he became my uncle, though it made him very sad. For if he were my uncle, then he also made him brother of the widow's grown-up daughter, who, of course, was his stepmother. Isn't that fun? And it goes on and on and on. And, you know, the father's wife has a son. They, you know, they have a grandchild. It's and just And this all great. happened because a fella married a lady who had a grown daughter. And then he ended up sleeping with his wife's daughter. Hallie, I think, see, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to abstract theology. Is that once you really start asking, you know, questions like that, it doesn't even matter. You've missed the spirit of it. And the like the spirit of my own grandpa, like you're trying to take all the fun out of it, you know. Ah, oh. yeah. Well, somebody anyway. tried to tell me I couldn't like Hannah and her sisters the movie anymore because uh, Woody Allen was married to his daughter, and I, I asked my son Day about it, and he's like, "Yeah, Woody Allen is bad news, you know, in the Me Too stuff," and I just want to be able to. Watch my programs. Again, Hallie, this is caboodle to me, but do you have uh, difficulty understanding I abstract ideas? I think I'd ideas? have to say agree. I would definitely say disagree. Uh, okay. Uh, you feel comfortable around other people on staff. Agree. Uh, it depends on who, so I would say neutral. I insult people on staff. Never. 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 I'm never. totally 100% on never. that one. Never. I pay attention to details as uh, uh, I pay t attention to the details of my work. I agree. You know, details aren't really my thing, Hallie. I'm uh, I would say that I'm a big picture, big ideas guy, and I let other people take care of the details. Mm, cool. They're a bit boring. I worry about things. Uh, spiritual things or work things. Right. Or? I guess it just says I worry about things. Seems a bit bleak. Oh. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I, I am a bit of a worry wart. No, I mean, Jesus, totally disagree. Oh, that's true. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Jesus. I have a vivid imagination about what is possible at Twin Hills. <gasps> agree. Oh, totally agree. In fact, I've got really great ideas, and a lot of times people don't ask me. 
I keep in the background at Twin Hills? Slightly, Ukraine. Slightly? Hallie, you're always in the background. That's true. <laughs> uh, I would say strongly disagree. Uh, I sympathize with others' feelings about... Uh, I sympathize with others at work and how they feel. I agree. Mm, I would say neutral. And then last is... <laughs> Last is I start conversations about Christ. About Christ. Agree. Totally agree. Well, should we see our result, Hallie? Oh, is it tallying? Oh, okay. Okay, you got the here we go. Wheel. It's tallying. It's tallying. It's tallying. It's okay, yours is coming up first. There it is. Oh, oh good job, Hallie. I'm an ITFS. ITFS, Inspira Trinitarian. I sure am. uh, Faithful and spirit filled. (laughs) ITFS, that's awesome. I'm a faithful Trinitarian, spirit filled. Get uh, yeah, inspired. Oh, I'm. So, I just feel so honored and blessed and okay, proud. Okay, here's mine, and I am an E. Ooh, uh, really? I don't think there's no way this could be right. ENJP? Are you an ENJP? An exhorting naysayer, Judas Pharisee. Mm. How am I possibly an exhorting naysayer, Judas Pharisee, Hallie? I'm the most positive person here, and I know more than almost everybody about all the stuff. Maybe you pushed the wrong button. Yeah, I think this internet has been weird because we're we're on the the center, you know, the retreat center's internet. This is really. Oh, it can says. Can I take it again? N- oh, no, it, it says the results have been sent directly to Steve. Why do they? What? This is so annoying. Well, you know what? If I know Steve, he is going to have beautiful things to say about ENJP. No, basically it just shows the scale and it's like, that's the last one. That's the worst one. I didn't think there's supposed to be a value on it. No, I mean, it depends on if you're looking from the top or the bottom. You might be the first one, How can I be ENJP? ENJP, I'm at least spirit-filled. You know what? You have to pat yourself on the back for being honest and just say, you know what? I am made in the image of God and I am a child of the utmost high God. And um, I'm sure that Steve has good spins on on the P's and the J's and the naysays. This is a real stinker. Stinky stinko. Well, Hallie, uh, I do want to say um, I had kind of a weird afternoon, and I didn't want to mention this, but um, I actually ran into someone that I probably should tell you about at the retreat center. Clay Mason Bannerman? No. Oh. He's in Cabo this weekend. Ooh. No, Hallie, I I ran into Jen Hatmaker. Jay Hat? Yeah, she's here doing one of her like fancy classes. Awesome! I want to run into her. It was real. She's, she's so like here cool. teaching like some class or something called like 
Had to be awesome with teens or something. Oh, she's in the big auditorium. She's in well, the 30,000 seater. It's not that big. Oh, how many are in your workshop, by the way? Because if I take it tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway, Hallie, it was super, super painful. And it was pretty weird and awkward because. You're still in love with her? Well, Hallie, I think she's still like obsessed with me. Oh, really? I'm, yeah. And you're not interested? I mean, Hallie, it was so hard. I mean, we had so much in common. And I think we are like, do you know when you're so alike the person that you're dating that it almost is like you cancel each other out? Mm. That's what I've realized and what God has put on my heart about it is like, you know, Maybe we were just like, instead of yin and yang, we were like, you know, yang and yang or something. And we're just kind of like, just totally too much of the same awesome stuff. And um, yeah, she said, I was like, hey, Jen, what's up? And she was like, hey. And I was like, this is pretty weird. And she was like, yeah, I know. Um, you know, she kind of at first she tried to act like she didn't know me which was really painful because uh, I just could tell she was trying to protect herself but then um, she she came around she gave me a hug um, you know I was like maybe you want to hang out later we could go do the bocce ball uh, uh, play uh, play pickleball Ooh. Uh, you know at, at the court and you know she said I'm super busy uh, right now I'm just too busy right now mm. Well, when somebody's busy, that doesn't mean, you know, they're rejecting you. I don't know, Hallie. Why don't you call Clay and, you know. I told you, Clay's in Cabo with a bunch of Marines, oh. ex-Marines. Wow. I mean, I guess they're reserves now. Anyway, Hallie, um, so, yeah, that's kind of, um, that happened, which was. I call that a drive-by. Right. It's like. It's, it's, you're not expecting it. And all of a sudden, you know, it's like somebody's blowing you down, uh, in the course of your regular day, you're just going along and then you run into somebody who you gave your heart away to. And, um, it takes the wind right out of your sails. I mean, Hallie, I don't really know if, you know, uh, you're so old that you just like that it's dating is so different now. Like, oh, from, really? you know, we, when you were dating, like, I don't even know if you guys dated or anything like this was, this was so intense. And like, I think you guys just kind of were like, let's do it. Let's get married. We both love God. But this is really different because Hallie, when you're dating, like if you, me and Jay had, you're also navigating that whole thing of like, what is going to be positive for, you know, me, um, all the people that pay attention to me, listen to me, uh, I try and you get as many followers as she has on Instagram. She has millions. I, I have close. So yeah, it's just a different thing, Hallie. You know, we dated my husband, Lance Labonte, and I, um, we would go to Macaroni Grill. Oh, really? We was loved it. Was it around then? Yeah, we loved it. Um, we sometimes would go to Red Lobster, get the cheesy, cheesy biscuits. Ooh, just thinking about those cheesy biscuits. But don't you think the food has been so good here at the lodge? Oh, the food is amazing. Because uh, have you had the Salisbury steak, but no gravy? Absolutely. I had the gravy and oh, I had the mashed potatoes. But it is really fantastic. So good. Yeah, so I like good. it when, I actually like it when meat is 
really hot and dry because you know if there's less water in it you retain less weight uh in, in your muscles and so you're getting rid of water weight but you're packing in that protein so i kind of like to eat, eat it like jerky oh cool have you ever been to that body worlds exhibit you just see human beings as beef jerky what is that hallie it's when they take the water out of human bodies and put it on display. What? Any hooters. I was going to mention one thing, Gray, because uh, I've had to really, speaking of shooting up some quickies to the Lord, I've been having to pray pretty hard about how here at um, Indiana Dunes Lakeside Retreat, uh, they've had to keep all the bars open because those bartenders have a job to do and they can't just be sent home because it's a bunch of Christians here for the weekend and uh, or the week, I guess we're here all week. That's huh? right. And so these bartenders are showing up and they're opening up all the bars all across the lakeside. They got indoor ones, they got outdoor ones. And, you know, they're basically down every corridor and hallway. They got many bars in the fridges in the rooms. Uh, there's a, a big bar in the lodge part where we're getting our meals and, and it, every night they're opening up shop and like putting all the lights on and they've got these walls and shelves of booze. And that you can just tell all the servers are, are getting pretty you know, PO'd because, you know, nobody, nobody from Twin Hills is, is buying any alcohol. I mean, they're not making what they usually make. I, you know, some people have gone in and said, I'll have a glass of wine, you know, and really uh, just a few, a handful of staffers, um, you know, kind of walk that line, you know, um, and I, I just don't like it. I don't like the taste. Right. I've never had any alcohol. And oh, is that I, right? No. I think, I mean, it's basically just sugar water. Wow. That's something I didn't know about you, Gray. Oh, yeah. I don't drink alcohol. Ah, oh, have you ever, forgive me if this is too personal a question, but have you ever smoked a cigarette? Well, Hallie, this is really a or painful you... subject because I did, uh, I, you know, I was, have you ever heard when like a kid is caught smoking and forced to smoke, eat the pack or, of six or, or smoke the whole pack is oftentimes oh. what, what parents do, which is great. I think that's a really good way to teach a kid, you know, this oh, is, is that what you advise people? Oh, I mean, I've just, I, I feel like that's a number one, uh, you know, that that's what James Dobson says in his, several of his books is, you know, if they want to smoke one, they have to smoke them all. Oh. And, uh, that happened to me, Hallie, but here is the weird thing is that I, actually had never smoked a cigarette uh my grandmother who recently passed away i think i've mentioned she just claim is management what oh sorry go ahead she just uh one day showed up and made me smoke a whole pack of cigarettes at age of four because well what did you do to deserve that you know i have no idea uh she just basically said you're never gonna do this again and she made me smoke them all again she just, I, I think in the future, meaning. Well, if you weren't, oh, I see, I see. Well, if it wasn't uh, your uh, fault, uh, you had to obey a person in authority over you. Well, I sometimes think of it, Hallie, like, you know, they say, um, if you ever go to prison, go up to the biggest guy in the prison yard uh -huh. and punch him in the nose. Uh -huh. And I sometimes think, you know, it's like it with a kid who's headstrong. 
maybe just spank them once just to let them know that's a possibility, even if they've not done anything. Yeah. And I think this was my grandmother knowing that I was such a, a you know, I had so much energy, but I was also really stubborn and um, as a young person and I didn't know Christ yet. And so I think she just wanted me to know like, hey, if you ever try to smoke my cigarettes, you know, this is what they taste like. So don't even go there. And I never did. But she inadvertently taught you how to smoke. I, I I know, but you know, cigarettes were so expensive in Australia. She was she was just, I think, just trying to save you know thirty forty what would have been dollars because that's how much they cost down there. Great. When you were talking, I was thinking, you know what? You should write a book because Dobson writes a lot of stuff about how to raise you know little kids, making sure you spank them to teach them discipline and all that. In fact, great. My son Day comes home from a school. Uh, assembly where they were talking about safety and all these liberal things that the progressives are trying to push on these kids, teaching them, uh, giving them awards instead of awards for like athletic achievements and being competitive. They're giving these kids awards for things like empathy. Boring. And I'm like, empathy, that's not one of the fruits of the spirit. Boring. Anyway, my son day goes to this assembly about they're talking about ugh, safety and um, open communication. Oh, I thought you were going to say open carry and uh, 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 consent. Ugh. And I, it's like, why don't you just teach these kids sex ed? Teach them right. how to do it the way your grandma did with the smokes. Um, Cause that's all they're doing is teaching teenagers how to do it. And then the teenagers will go do it. But anyway, my son Day was telling me that, like, Mom, they're telling us that you shouldn't just always obey someone in authority because they're in authority, because then you can get into trouble if this is not a trusted authority figure. You shouldn't be doing what they're saying. And I said, no, Day, you always obey someone in authority. And Day was right. like, don't you see how that could, you know, groom someone to possibly, you know, be taken advantage of by someone? And I just said, you know what, Day, it is not about what you want. We teach the Bible, which is forego what you want and do what God wants you to do. Exactly. And you have to say, hey, Day, guess who put that person in authority? God. Who's the ultimate authority? Isn't that right? Yeah. And so, yeah, when people, when people start to say things like that, and, you know, especially people like Day who are a bit dumb, what happens is then they start to mistrust all authority. And then what do you've got? Mayhem. That's Total right. Mayhem. It's anarchy. And then Day also said, um, you know, this social worker said, um, raise your hand if, or she, they were doing this thing where they weren't raising their hands, but they were making a mental note of it because, Back in the day, we would just raise our hands and we would be honest and right. let people see. But she thought it was a privacy issue. So she said, in your mind, raise your hand if you come from a, a physically uh, abusive household. And then, and and Day said, in his, I said, what did you say in your mind? And he said, no. And I said, oh, good. And she goes, now say in your mind, yes or no, do you come from a spanking household? And Day said, yeah. And then she goes, well, guess what? Those two are the same thing. What? This is the way they're poisoning our kids. Um, they're absolutely poisoning our kids. 
Anyway, I think you should write a book about how to raise teenagers because you're so good with them. Yeah, maybe it could be something like... And teenagers get to the point where you can't spank them, you know, because they're bigger than you. You you, can't hold them down and whip them. You can, Hallie. You can, actually. You can? You're allowed to spank a teenager for sure. I mean, I can't do it at church anymore, but they really, I think it's something that they really respond to. Oh, so you just say keep going Dobson all the way. Right. Oh, okay. But you should write a book because you would have a cool title and you would look so cool oh, on yeah. the author cover. Maybe part. I, I really should. You know, I'm into those. Um, I'm into PDF books, but that you can get um, on just on your phone because they're so fast to read and you know maybe just like oh, 11, cool. 12 pages. So maybe I'll I'll release an ebook and I'll call it "Spanking Smoke and Spank Smoke and Sex: How to uh, How to um, How to Smoke uh, Strike and." Um, shame the the bad habits from your stupid teen spank smoke and sex that's catchy what's the subtitle again you know what i i don't really know I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.